This is Novel Marketing, the show that gives you innovative ideas on how to sell more books. With your host, agent, author, and marketing maven, Thomas Umstead Jr. And best-selling, award-winning author and marketing guru, James L. Rubart. Episode 174. I am James L. Rubart, but please, please, please call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you guys about the one thing every successful book launch needs. That's right. In honor of registration for the book launch blueprint being open, we're going to be talking about book launches. What a coincidence. I love that. (laughs) And every successful book launch needs this one thing. And that is, wait for it. Drum roll. A written plan. So it doesn't matter if you're going through the blueprint. It doesn't matter how you plan to launch a book. You've got to make a plan and you've got to write it down. Uh, It goes without saying, but authors who fail to plan are planning to fail. And so if you want a successful launch, you need to have a written plan. When you guys are doing outlines for your novels, I mean, a lot of you write it down. Even if you're a pantser, you end up writing it down. You do a sequence of events. I send my publisher, okay, here's the timeline, right? You guys know this. You've done it. It's even more critical. Yes, I'm saying it's even more critical to write it down in your launch because it gets very complex and you can miss elements. It's like, yeah, the car maybe can go down the road when it's missing a tire, but not too well. And so we are going to talk today about some of the elements that you have to write down. And we're going to bring back a tradition, a novel marketing podcast. We used to, once a month or so, have a free monthly resource uh, for our listeners. And we are going to do that uh, for this episode. So we're actually going to have a template plan that you can download for free from Novel Marketing. So just go to novelmarketing.com forward slash 174. Put in your email address and you will get a download link to download a Word document version of this that you can use uh, without having to pay any money. So this is like the starter uh, version of uh, the blueprint, if you will, and you can uh, get started with the plan. And uh, we'll go straight. Well, basically, we're going to go through this outline, uh, this like quick start uh, outline. And the first is section one, preparation. Uh, So the goal of this first section is to start uh, basically to get the launch pad ready. So if you think about a rocket taking off, the first thing that you have to do if you want to send a rocket to space is build a concrete flat foundation so that (laughs) when the rocket takes off, it goes off in the right direction. And, you know, things aren't sliding into the mud and it's going off sideways and exploding on the ground. You don't want that. A good launch requires a good foundation. And so these are things that typically happen two to four months before your book takes place. Uh, Or longer, if you have more time, obviously. The more time you have, uh, the better you can do. But we're recommending two to four months. Uh, So this is before the actual launch starts. This is the preparation and some sample tasks. And and I should say real quick, before we get to these sample tasks, uh, these are uh, suggested tasks. We're not saying that everyone should do all of these. These are, and we're not saying that you can't do things that aren't on this list. In fact, there's a lot of things that aren't going to be on this list. You probably should, yeah. Yeah, you, you need to be playing to your strengths. Uh, you need to be avoiding your weaknesses. This is not the time to try to turn a weakness into a strength. This is the time to really lean in on who you are and what you do well. Um, but th- we're just going to give you some ideas of some things that you would put in this first section. Uh, and the first one is tweak your website. Yeah, we have an entire session on this in the 
book launch blueprint, but real quickly, you need to go in and do things as simple as make sure all your links are working correctly. Make sure all your links are going correctly to the places that you are selling your book. You want to make sure your newsletter onboarding sequence is ready to go for people who are coming maybe to your website for the first time, exploring your book, want to know more about you. You want that working well. You probably want a set of eyes to look at it that is not familiar with your website and get impressions, get critiques that way. This is the time to spit and polish your website and make sure there are no glitches, no bugs. And it might even be the time where you go, you know what? I might need a little refresher in terms of your content, in terms of your visuals. This is the time where you're going to the car or you're going to the rocket and going, we need to tune up. We need to make sure all engines are firing correctly. We have a lot of episodes uh, here on the podcast on how to have a better website. Uh, But one tip that I don't think I've mentioned in those episodes is if you're using WordPress, there's a plugin called the Redirection Plugin, and it will track 404 errors on your website which will help you detect bad links or old links that you may not even know about. And you can turn those 404 errors into 301 redirects easily and simply. And this is a free plugin. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes for the redirection plugin. I really like it. I find it really helpful. And it's a really great, it's the sort of thing that is good to do when you are not in a hurry, right? Because it takes a while. Once you turn on the plugin, it starts logging those 404 errors. So it's not something you can do right away, but it's great laying the foundation. Uh, Another sample task uh, would be to optimize your Amazon page and more broadly, your Amazon presence. So your other book pages, your author profile on Amazon, you want to um, have your Amazon page pristine ahead of launch. And again, we have an entire session on this as well in the blueprints. You're like, I don't know what to do. In the book launch blueprint, we talk about how to do this. But again, you don't need the blueprint to look at your Amazon page and, and ask the question, Would this impress a stranger? Would this make sense to a stranger? Yeah, it does not have to be complex. You do not have to be tech savvy to do this. For example, it might be time to update your author bio. It might have been a while since you did that. Go in and take a look at that. You might want to redefine your categories and see, are my categories really syncing up with what my book is about? And as Thomas said, we teach you how to do this in the course in detail. But even if you're just doing those simple things, it will improve. Uh, Another sample task is to start scheduling media interviews, start reaching out uh, to journalists and influencers, depending on the media outlets. Sometimes you need months of lead time. And so if you want to get booked three months from now, now is the time to start having that conversation. And this is definitely the time to start doing research on uh, who you want to reach out to and stay subscribed to the Novel Marketing Podcast because we are bringing on a PR person here very soon. We've already recorded the interview. We're going to talk specifically about how to get media interviews. So we're not going to tell you when it's coming, but it's coming soon. So we'll have a lot more about that right here on the podcast. Another thing you can do is schedule your blog posts. You want to schedule these far out. When I have a new book launching, I'll schedule blog interviews six months out. So those of you who are saying, oh, I only got four months to go. Okay, great. Do it now. The best time. What's that old cliche, Thomas? The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is today. If you have not scheduled your blog interviews, do it now because some of the best blogs fill up quickly. They do six months at a shot and then they do another six months and those slots go very fast. So we encourage you reach out now and schedule those blog posts. 
This is also true for podcast interviews. A lot of the top podcasts record several months ahead of time. Uh, so, and they book out even more than that. So Joanna Penn, who we've had on the podcast, her pot, she books her podcast a year at a time. <laughs> and uh, when she records, it typically doesn't come out and for weeks or months after the recording. So you really, if, if you want to be on podcasts like hers, you really need to move ahead of schedule. <laughs> and that's, that's why reaching out, finding out what their lead time is, finding out if they're interested in having you on this is the time to do it during this first phase. Uh, another thing to think about is the venue for your launch party. Uh, never underestimate the power of real life events in the real world. Uh, we talk a lot about launch parties in the blueprints, uh, but this is the time to figure out the venue and kind of figure out a lot of those logistics. Uh, some venues schedule way ahead of time. Uh, you know, maybe you're hosting this at your house, you know, so this isn't hard to do, right? You just were like, hey, we're gonna have to clean the house in three months. But uh, this is the time to start thinking about where do I want to host my launch party? Uh, the next thing is to recruit your launch team. Uh, so you don't want to rush this. You want a good launch team. Yeah, this can make or break your book launch. And you know this, but it's so easy to put it off, especially for introverted people. It's like, ah, I don't want to ask for help. I, I feel bad asking. I'm not sure they're getting enough. Ask them and trust if they don't want to do it, they're going to say no. And by the way, as you prep your launch team and you start interacting with them, you will see the superstars. It'll be very evident very quickly. And for the ones that just aren't interested, you give them the grace to go, well, is this going to work for you or not? And sometimes they'll say, yeah, I, I didn't know it was be this involved. You go, great. Thanks for, thanks for thinking about it. And you let them go, but be active, start developing that launch team now. And remember some people, authors have said to Thomas and I, well, God, I could only get a launch team of five people to help me. You know what? <laughs> a launch team of five is better than a launch team of zero. And even five people, if directed well and you invest in them, can make a huge difference in your book. And in the in the blueprint, we go into details, how to find a launch team, how to incentivize them, how to get them to be just raving fans. And so this is just a, a quick blurb on how you can do that. But we encourage you to make that uh, a priority task. And I'd still rather have a launch team of five zealots than 50 people who just want a free book. So uh, it's it's not about the size of the dog and the fight. It's about how much fight is in the dog. So it's not about <laughs> how many people are in the launch team. It's about how much launch is in the team. I, I don't know. I guess that, that doesn't quite work. <laughs> it's breaking down, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking down. It's breaking down. Okay. Uh, the next thing is the email list. We talk a lot about this on the podcast. Uh, we have a whole session on it in the blueprint, uh, but Right, what you're wanting to do in this phase is get that email list as big as possible uh, of, of the right people. You want uh, a good sized email list because the bigger the list, the bigger the launch. Uh, email converts far better than any other form of uh, communication with your readers in terms of book sales. A trackable book sales email is the gold standard. We're not just going to talk about email in this launch. We only spend one day talking about it, but we are going to focus on it one day teaching you how to build that list and how to use it, you know, how to plan out those emails uh, when they come out. But again, this is a topic we cover a lot right here on the Novel Marketing Podcast. And then the final task, suggested task, in the uh, this first section is optimize your Goodreads page. Jim? On Facebook, you have a lot of people that have <laughs> been reading one or zero books a year for years and years and years. Those are not your target, obviously. And yet, 
Thomas and I find author after author that puts a lot of energy into Facebook or, or say Twitter or these kind of places and ignore Goodreads, which is a place where the only people that are there are people who love, love to read. They're not casual readers. They are intense readers and they will give lists of the books they've read and they will rate and they will promote. And so Goodreads really is a goldmine for you to go in, take the time to learn it, take the time to optimize your page, take the time to make it a situation where when people come to your Goodreads page, they will be engaged. We talked about optimizing your Amazon page, just as important to optimize your Goodreads page, because this is where word of mouth can really spread. If somebody likes you, they're going to talk to other Goodreads people about you, reviews, et cetera. So we go into detail again in the, in, in the launch program about this. But if we can give you one tip, it's for those of you who have just dipped your toe in the water, we invite you to go fully in and figure out the power of Goodreads. We also have some episodes on Goodreads. In fact, some of our very first episodes we ever recorded from Novel Marketing were on Goodreads back in the olden days when we had to chisel our podcast by hand. Long ago and far away. <laughs> All right. So that's section one. That's the preparation. Now let's talk about pre-launch. This is the month leading up to the big day. And the, the goal here is this is when you are doing your countdown um, to use that rocket ship uh, metaphor, right? The gas is starting to come out of the tanks and you know, you're strapped in and you're you know, ready to blast off. And the whole idea is that you're building this momentum for the big push where you start to rise uh, up into the stratosphere. Uh, okay, maybe we're butchering. The, I'm just butchering <laughs> metaphors today. <laughs> but um, anyway, some things you do here, you start planning your launch party. Uh, you start uh, scheduling those pre-launch interviews. So some of the ones you were reaching out to earlier, now you're starting to schedule them and get them on the calendar. This is when you draft and start sending out your pre-launch email sequence. And uh, these are the emails that kind of warm people up for the book. You don't want to just send, buy my book, buy my book, you know, 10 days, five days, two days. That's not enough. You, you need to have a, a more intentional, longer-term plan for your list. And this is where that comes into practice. And this is where you activate your launch team. This is when you start that launch team that you recruited, you had your sign up form and you figured out who was going to be earlier. Now is when you start giving them activities uh, and uh, actions to start doing. Yeah. And this whole idea, let me just go back to this for a second, this launch party, actually having a physical live launch party that's kind of gone out of vogue. A lot of people are like, no, I'm not reaching enough people. I've got to do the, I've got to do the online party. That's going to reach a lot more people. Um, don't push that aside too easily. The idea of an intimate party of, you know, 300 of your favorite friends, the idea of an intimate party launch party where people are there and you're interacting with them and you're doing fun things with them. Don't negate the power of word of mouth because sales start locally. You're going to have a lot more sales typically in your local area. For example, I sell most of my books in the Pacific Northwest. So there's something about that local touch, that local word of mouth that spreads that can be really powerful. And one of the best ways to do it is a launch party. And you're saying, ah, you know, I only had 30 people at my launch party. Yes, I know. But if you did it right, those 30 people are going to tell 30 people going to tell 30 people. So Again, I encourage you to put time and energy into that launch party. Make it fun. Thomas would say his launch party for his book was one of the funnest experiences of his life. And he did it right. He did do it right. And people are still talking about it. His friends are still talking about it. So take your time 
to put some energy into that. And again, in the in the uh, launch course, we do talk in some detail about how you can make your launch party extremely successful. And we also talk about online launch parties as well. So just because you have an in-person party doesn't mean you can't simultaneously or in addition have a Facebook party. Uh, but I do want to add, for those of you who are traditionally published, uh, launches are even more important because uh, Barnes & Noble, you know, if they don't sell your book in the first 30 days, they send your book back to your publisher and your book is dead, <laughs> almost never to be revived at that point. So those first 30 days are critical. And I will say this, uh, one of the things I've learned about Barnes & Noble is that uh, recently when they order books, they often will send those books to Barnes & Noble locations nearest to where the author lives. So if you're like Jim and you live in the Pacific Northwest and Barnes & Noble's like, ooh, we're interested in this book, they're going to be sending books mostly to Barnes & Noble's around Jim. And so if you hosted your launch party at a Barnes & Noble and you just happen to, you know, and only 30 people come, 30 sales is a lot of sales for a single book at a specific store. Like that suddenly is competing, especially all in one day. You're competing with some of the best-selling books uh, in that regard, and that is something to keep in mind. So launch parties are a lot of fun, but there's so much more to a book launch than just the party. That's that's the fun part, I guess. Uh, and again, I, I, I want to reiterate this. You don't have to do any of these things. The, the goal of a good plan is not to burden yourself with a lot of stuff you don't enjoy. If throwing and hosting events is something that you'd rather die than do, don't do it. The, the key here is to play to your strengths and do what you enjoy. These are just suggestions. All of these things are suggestions. With the possible exception of email, it's really hard to launch a book uh, without email. But you could, you could. Uh, so even in the fact, that would be interesting. If any of you have successfully launched a book without email, we may just get you on the show and have you share how you did it. Right now, yes. <laughs> have you tell us how. Yeah, you'd be an interesting guest. All right, so let's get to the third section of this um, little document that you'll be able to download for free at novelmarketing.com forward slash 174. And that is the third section post-launch. So launch day has happened. You are in the rocket. You are hurtling out into space. Uh, this is all about maintaining the momentum, right? Just because you are not on the ground does not mean that you've broken through the atmosphere. It does not mean that you have escaped Earth's gravitational well. Although, you never really escape Earth's gravitational, whatever. We won't get into the science <laughs> of it. But get into the point where you're free fall. You're in free fall where it feels like you're weightless. Um, so this is where you're maintaining that momentum. Jim, what are some sample tasks for this third section? Well, this is the book is out now. And so this is where you're going to be doing the bulk of your media interviews, whether it's TV, whether it's radio. And, and just one pro tip about doing TV or radio in particular, and this even applies to blog posts, be entertaining. It's all about entertainment. Um, and by entertainment, I include in that, maybe you're the type of person that you're going to provoke people. Maybe you're the type of person that's really going to educate people in the sense you walk away going, oh my gosh, that's so fascinating to know that. Maybe you have a great sense of humor, whatever it is. When you are on that show, number one, you're not the star of the show. You're making the interviewer the star of the show. They're the host. Make them look good. Number two, do not bore the listeners. I've been in interview situations where I've followed people uh, on the air and I thought, oh my gosh, that lady, she's so sweet, but she has hurt her sales, not increased them by being on the air. And so Thomas and I say this again and again and again, because it's worth repeating, practice interviews as much as you practice your novel writing. 
have someone critique, do a mock interview, role play this, and and just don't bore people. But I'm not putting pressure on you. Ultimately, you want to have fun with that interview. And if you're having fun, you're engaging, you're being yourself, you're allowing yourself to have fun, then the listener is going to enjoy it as well. This is also where you're going to have your post-launch email sequence. So again, you're planning out your emails beforehand and you're planning out your emails afterwards. So you're not just sending the same email out over and over. This is also uh, the month your launch team will be the most active. Uh, especially, there, there's different schools of thought on this, but I really like for most of the energy to be spent when the book is buyable. Um, some people like to push the pre-order, and that's cool too, uh, if you're pushing the pre-order. But really, this month after the book comes out, this is when you want your launch team leaving reviews and you know posting on Facebook and you know just generally raising the level of attention. Uh, this is also when you start doing speaking events, if this is your thing. Uh, public speaking is something you enjoy or something you can lean into. Uh, this is when you want to be speaking, ideally, when you can have books in the back of the room to sell. And along those lines, book signings, public appearances, public readings, uh, you know, appearing at your local Barnes and Noble, at, you know, bringing all of your friends and family with you, uh, creating a crowd draws a crowd. Uh, so if you bring a crowd to Barnes and Noble, the crowd already at Barnes and Noble will be curious and you might find yourself selling a lot of books. So it can work, especially if you can bring your own crowd. And if you're indie published, this is where you start advertising on Amazon. And again, we have a bunch of episodes on that uh, here on Novel Marketing. We don't talk about Amazon advertising in the blueprint because uh, generally speaking, that's not a part of a launch. That's more of an ongoing evergreen strategy. But there's no reason why you can't include it as one of the things. So even just because we don't talk about it doesn't mean it's not a valid strategy. I will say it's hard to spend a lot of money on Amazon all at once to get a lot of energy. Uh, Amazon's more for kind of once you've broken orbit, kind of staying up there. Uh, it's, it's how I've seen it used really well right now. But there's no reason why you can't start buying ads uh, right away, start experimenting with your ads. One more tip if you are a traditionally published author, and that is, I don't think a lot of authors realize that the marketing department at your publishing house wants the book to sell. They want to look good. So if you come to them with a great marketing idea and you say to them, gosh, I, I'm doing this and this, is there any way you could ship me 15 books for giveaway? A lot of them will say, oh, absolutely, we'd love to do that. Because in a typical contract, in a traditional publishing contract, you get X amount of books as part of your deal. And a lot of authors think for promotional use, and a lot of authors think, oh, shoot, that's it. I'll never get another free book to give away. Not true. If you are creative and you come up with a reason for those books to be given to you, a lot of times you can get those. And and that can make um, an event go from, okay, to great, just having those books to give away. So ask. And I would go over this plan with your marketing team uh, for your publisher. In fact, I sit in on a lot of these meetings as an agent now. My clients will have their launch plan meeting with the publisher. And the I will say the authors that get the most out of that meeting are the ones who come to the meeting with a plan. Sometimes the publisher comes to the meeting with a plan as well. Uh, sometimes the author doesn't have a plan and the publisher is the only one with the plan. That rarely happens. Sometimes it does. Uh, but ideally, you both have a plan. And then in the meeting, you're picking the best parts out of both of your plans. Or maybe you're doing both plans and the publisher's like, oh, I can help you with this. I can help you with that. Uh, but again, those who plan uh, to fa fail. No, those who fail to plan are planning to fail. So if you want to be successful, <laughs> planning is critical. And if you're like, this is overwhelming, I need help. 
guess what? I have some good news. That is why we created the Blueprint. It's a three-week-long course. It's our most expensive course uh, that we've ever done. This is not cheap, and it's not for hobbyists. This is for serious authors, but it will pay for itself in that you will sell so many more books if you launch your book well that you uh, more than pay for the cost of the plan. And if you don't, we'll refund your money. Yeah, it's a money-back guarantee. We, we know this is going to work for you. And, it, and the nice thing is it's not just for your book coming out. It's for the book after that and the book after that and the book after that. This is, this is a career. This is investing in your career long term. We only do this course once a year, so we did it in 2018. This is the time we're doing it in 2019. So if you don't get in before it starts this year, you'll have to wait till next year. And we raised the price from last year to this year. We may raise the price again. Uh, we, we don't know. But uh, anyway, now is the time. If you want to sign up, uh, you can learn find out more at booklaunch.fun uh, is the page that we have with all of the info. Uh, but we don't just want you to take our word for it. We want you to hear what our students have to say. Hi, my name is Susan Cunningham, and I just launched my debut novel. And I feel like one of the best things I did in preparation for the launch was to take Author Media's book launch course. Even though I have published 10 books, this course was everything I needed. When I first started thinking about launching a book, um, even though I'm traditionally published, I knew that I would need to be very active in the process, and I didn't know where to start. These guys have taken all that stuff that's out there, and they put it together in a, in a way so we don't have to pick through it all, and they tell us, tell us, this is what works, this is what doesn't work, and this is how you do it. These are the steps to take. One of the things I loved about the course was that it was stuffed with ideas, more ideas than anyone could use, but they wanted to give us lots of ideas, and then we could choose which ones worked for us. Even going to conferences and things, you're, you, I could not have got what I got out of this three-week class in a, in a workshop ever. There was so much stuff. One of the things I love most is the perspective that the course took, which is that in doing this work, which is hard for a lot of authors, uh, where you're thinking about promoting yourself. That doesn't come naturally to me and is not something I was looking forward to. But in doing this work, you can look at it as a way to serve others, to really bring them something of value. And that really just flipped everything upside down for me and made all of it so much easier. The instructors, Jim Rubart, Mary DeMuth, Thomas Umstadt, each brought a unique perspective to this. They're experts in it. They've all done this successfully. They make like this little trifecta of personal mentor, teacher, and cheerleader. They gave me so many things that I could put into practice right away. And not only the tools, but the explanation for how to use those tools. So if you're thinking about the course, I would highly recommend it. Best of luck in your journey to publication. So there you have a few comments from students who have already gone through the course, and we would love to see the same type of results happen for you. And we we know they're going to happen, or we have high belief they're going to happen. And again, you have that guarantee if you say, ah, gosh, this, this wasn't what I was expecting it to be, we will give you your money back. Now, the question of when is this happening? It's happening February 11th through March 1st. Registration is open right now, but it does end at 11.59 p.m. on the 10th. So our suggestion is you go and register or at least check it out right now. 
And again, the website is booklaunch.fun. You have been listening to James L. Rubart and Thomas Umstead Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you innovative ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.